This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. It was not a game-winning triple, but it was a phenomenal three minutes to close the game tonight, delivered on both ends of the court by Jimmy Butler. 114-106, Butler leading the way, helping the 76ers to a hard-fought victory tonight against an Orlando Magic team that just would not go away. I'm Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. I believe we have Brett Brown at the podium. Let us hear what the head coach thinks. To Kyle's point that, you know, the game speaks and we have firepower and sometimes that's just going to happen to, you know, Tobias or Joel. And like, I I love the pace that we played it. I love the sharing. I would have 18 or 19 assists in the first half. Like we had had another big number in the first half and we had 70 points against the seventh best defensive team in the NBA that is fighting their hearts out for a playoff spot. They beat Golden State Warriors, you know, well, four days ago, a week ago, whatever it was. And so the ball moved, people play, the game speaks, and that's how it played out. And uh, I give him more credit than, than I do anything. The game about how important Mike is going to be to you guys, especially in the playoffs, especially with those small lineups. Are you incrementally encouraged every game we see a little bit more and that big three tonight at the end? Yeah. Um, yes, I am. I, I am. And I think that you look at Amir Johnson, the, the, the work that he put in after we all get what his season has been and what, a week and a half ago, he drove himself to Delaware so he could play in a G League game. A third, think about that, a 13-year NBA veteran drives himself just so he can play basketball again. And I have tremendous amount of respect for his humility and his pride and his professionalism. And for, for me to see him go out there and play his best game of the year in a game where we're missing three of our centers, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's encouraging. It's a hell of a story. And I think the job that Mike Scott did, when you talk about the appreciation and Justin that came in and did some, those three guys did a, a great job on an NBA All-Star. Um, and uh, Mike has showed his worth uh, in, in other areas, to your point, Sarah, as well. You missed it. You were about four minutes too late. Uh, it's okay. I will. I'll be quick. He he did, and he. Uh, I thought because of the pace of the game, the flow of the game in the first half, you know, the game speaks. The game absorbed different players, and he was a part of sharing and moving the ball. And then uh, in the in the fourth period, he he really did stand out, stand up, and we needed that. I mean, there's lo- there's lots of pairings that interest me. And it, it's more about who's guarding them when you make decisions of where you're going to go. And, uh, you know, we put JJ in stuff. We put Mike and Tobias, Ben and Tobias, Jimmy and Mike. Like, you can go different places and try to play in the middle of the floor and space it and just pick on some stuff and, you know, play that style from time to time. Ideally, it's not the style I love. I like the pace, the flow, the ball movement, like the first half. We had 70 points. But sometimes you just got to go to places as you're talking about. And uh, those two did pair up well 
but I think we have lots of uh, possibilities that we can go to with uh, with the team that Elton has put together. 76ers fend off the pesky playoff-hungry Orlando Magic 114-106. I'm Brian Seltzer. Jimmy Butler, I don't know about anyone else out there, but when you're thinking back about how this game unfolded and played itself out in the final minutes, that dude was off the charts. Both ends of the court, it was hanging. I mean, if you followed this game, if you listened, if you watched it, if you were down here at the arena and you're now going home, how long did it feel like this game was hanging at 101.99, and how many opportunities did it seem like the Magic had to go in front and take the lead? Yeah, Orlando's five games under 500, but they're in the eighth spot right now. They are trying to lock in playoff positioning. <laughs> but then Jimmy Butler, it started with a timely wing jumper uh, to give the 76ers a four-point lead at 103.99. Then Jimmy comes up with a big steal the opposite way. The Magic, after a Ben Simmons miss, are able to close within a point on a three-pointer. Butler goes back down the other way, knocks down yet another fadeaway jumper from the wing on Orlando's possession. After that, Jimmy was matched up with an all-star in Nick Vucevic, who plays the five, and Jimmy, you know what, you probably put him at the two or the three. So Jimmy had Vucevic in the post, stripped the ball, disrupted the possession, ultimately forced Orlando to settle. Well, not settle. They had to take a, um, a Jonathan Isaac jump shot from the baseline with about a second on the shot clock. Jimmy all over that defensive possession. The Sixers get the stop. And then in the ensuing trip down the floor, there's Jimmy recognizing the open man in the hot hand in Mike Scott. Bang, three-pointer, 76ers. Took the lead at that point, 108-102 with 48.6 seconds left, and you just felt like that was the moment that secured this game for the 76, a game in which the Orlando Magic would not go away. And I think that uh, Jimmy Butler has probably sacrificed and has had to adapt and adjust as much as any one of the starters, the regular starters. The 76ers have put out this season amidst all the infusions of new talent, that sort of thing. But, man, did he shine when it mattered the most tonight. 14 points, two rebounds, four assists, three steals for Jimmy Butler. The box line does not do his impact justice. He did finish plus 10. Tobias Harris with 21 points, 8 of 15 from the field, 12 rebounds. He was big for the Sixers over the course of the evening. Great night from J.J. Redick, certainly in the first half. 26 points, 6 of 9 from three-point territory. 16 for Ben Simmons to go with 13 boards and 8 assists. 13 for Amir Johnson. Amir, 19 minutes, doing his thing, tying a season-high in points, scored also five rebounds and two blocks. Mike Scott off the bench with 11, three of eight from outside the arc. He also had five rebounds. And uh, I also I thought literally everyone, John Simmons had a couple key plays. Justin Patton was thrust into action, just his second NBA game ever. He had a couple rebounds and three assists, just an all-around, well-rounded night for the 76ers as they beat the Orlando Magic 114 to 106. We'll talk about it more with Tom McGinnis coming up. It's the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to sixers.com slash join club 76 Email club76 at 76ers.com or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676.
76ers outlast and fend off the Orlando Magic 114 to 106 down here at the center. I'm Brian Seltzer. We're rejoined now by Tom McGinnis. That was a that was a finish, Tom, and Jimmy Butler. I mean, I, I, the jump shots were tremendous, but I thought his defense on those two plays, the first steal, and then going up against Nick Vucevic with the game in the balance, he yeah. was great. Well, he's a smart player, and obviously he's given up a little size. And, uh, frankly, Vucevic was a little bit off tonight, and he still finished with 12 and 12. So when, you know, when you're defending on the block like that to a guy you know his move, he's going into the middle and he's going to shoot over the left shoulder with the right hand. And Jimmy Butler plays the angles. He's, he's digging in there. and He just did a great job. And then the second time, he just came up with a steal. And, uh, boy, you talk about timely. I mean, unbelievable. Again, he had, you know, going into the fourth quarter, I believe he had two field goals and maybe two or four free throws. But those four plays, the two step-back shots and the two defensive plays, Obviously, the Sixers don't win the game without that. And then he passed it to Mike Scott for the three, and that provided the margin of victory. Almost captured two elements of what we've seen from Jimmy Butler since he joined the 76ers. Flashes of that ISO, ice in the vein, put a game away type mold that he's built his reputation on. But then also adapting and trying to make more of the right plays and reads with the Sixers having him initiate offense on the pass to Scott. And I think this, when people think of Jimmy Butler, you zoom in over the next, you know, within six weeks from now, I mean, that's the type of Jimmy Butler you want to see. Well, he, A, he plays the right way. He takes what's there. He makes the right play. And like I said, sometimes you wish him to be maybe a little bit more selfish and, and take the basketball into his own hands. But, you know, we witnessed it. And, again, he's come up with this a number of times, like he did a week ago Monday in New Orleans. It's, it's one thing for a player – of high basketball IQ to know what's necessary and guys like himself and, and JJ and the Sixers have a lot of players like that, but then to have the ability to go out and do it, to execute what needs to be done. Like in the case against the Pelicans, he, you know, covers a lot of ground and he blocks that shot by Etwan Moore, which conceivably could have won the game for new Orleans tonight. He knows he's got that ball and that's his shot, the step back shot. And he makes two jumpers and he delivers, and that, that's what he does. I mean, that, that was very impressive. He is He's really stepped up in, in a lot of games. 114-106, 76ers beat the Orlando Magic for the second time this season. Real nice to see J.J. Redick getting going early. Well, again, I talked to Brett Brown prior to the game, and it was poised to, to coach in, during his pregame availability in terms of J.J. breaking out of the, the so-called slump. And let's face it, he had 20 points in the two previous games, and he had 19 at halftime. And Coach's point was, you know, he's really just two, three, four threes away from getting right back in track and on track and in rhythm. And that's exactly what happened early. And again, the, you know, obviously one of the top parts of defending the Sixers, you know, on the white board, whiteboard in a visiting locker room, is to run J.J. Redick off the line. And having said that, he still gets free. And even when you do close out on him, he's able to sidestep you get away with a dribble and, and create an opening for himself. And, 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 again, he has that way of leaning in and, you know, he hunts shots. And tonight he was making them. So they did their best. And then when they doubled him and they ran two guys at him, he got rid of the ball, he moves and gets it back. He was terrific. And that's the sixer player that our fans have come to see over the last year plus with Redick having yet another career year 
with Philadelphia. 114-106, Sixers win it. And now on to Chicago. Bulls losing at Indy tonight, 105-96. Laurie Markkinen played well. Timothy Luau Cabarro, a member of the Bulls. But this is one where, Tom, the Sixers, they've been getting by without and beating. You'd love to see them sweep this back-to-back, obviously. Well, yeah, and it's tough. You fly out to Chicago, and, the, you know, the one thing is, too, as you mentioned, they played in Indianapolis, and that, that game was close there for a while. They were tied. And then the Pacers pull away. And you got to give kudos to the Pacers. I mean, tonight you were rooting against the Bulls. I'm sorry, for the Bulls and obviously tomorrow against them as the Sixers head toward that big showdown Sunday here with Indiana. But uh, losing Victor Oladipo, you thought for sure the Pacers would drop off. But they haven't. And and then some. They're they're, they're locked into that third spot right now for now. And uh, so, yeah, tomorrow Chicago. And remember, just last week, Levine, and Markkinen and, and the Bulls had that four-overtime thriller against Atlanta. And, and those two young players are really two cornerstones for them. And Arch is playing a lot, right? Arch and Diakono is getting a lot of time for the Bulls as well. They've made a lot of changes during the course of this year. They now have Otto Porter. And, again, the Sixers have not seen them since early in the season. But you go out there, they've only won, if I'm not mistaken, seven home games. It's a game you should win. And yet you're going to need, without Joel, he's not making the trip. Coach has already made that known. He's not flying with the team tonight. It's conceivable, possible, that he might join the team uh, against Houston. So you got to patch it together at the five spot. And then you, you need, and this seems like we've said this now for the better part of two weeks, but Simmons and Harris and Butler and Reddick and you need, and Mike Scott, you need somebody to step up. And you've had a quartet of players that have been in and around 20 points that have helped the Sixers uh, win many of these games in the absence of their star, Joel Embiid. Tom, talk to you in Chicago. You got it, bud. Good night, Brian. 76ers knock off the Magic 114-106 behind a brilliant finish from Jimmy Butler. We're going to hear about that and play some of Tom's highlight calls coming up after this on the Sixers Radio Network. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. 76ers and the Orlando Magic right before the 76ers head on the road for two games, one tomorrow in Chicago and then on Friday against the surging Houston Rockets. Let us get to the highlights from this competitive game. The 76ers did enjoy a relatively decent start tonight. J.J. Redick was catching fire, and Ben Simmons, fresh off an Eastern Conference Player of the Week on Harris against Vucevic takes him off the bounce with a beautiful pass down low to Simmons. The dribble move draws oohs and ahs from the crowd. He got Vucevic lifted out of his stance. And then a drop-off down low to Ben, who was in the low zone beneath the basket. And the Sixers by five. Both teams knocking down shots throughout the first 12 minutes of play. It was the Sixers up after a quarter, 39-34. to In the second, the bench players emerging and making some important contributions. T.J. McConnell backing things up at the point. Here's T.J. with a pull-up to the left of the lane, and that's good. T.J. McConnell with his first field goal. And the Sixers by five. 
44-39. The Sixers lead would stand at 70-64 to after a high-scoring first half. We talked about bench players. Obviously, Amir Johnson, not a regular member of the starting five for the Sixers, but he was thrust into starting duty tonight because the Sixers didn't have Joel Embiid, Boban Ronjanovic, or Jonah Bolden. Amir Johnson having arguably his most effective and impactful game of the season. And now Amir deflects it away on a pass intended for Vucevic. Sixers on the run with a lob. And Amir Johnson with a jam. He made the play at both ends of the floor. Great anticipation. He three quarters. Vucevic tips it, runs the floor, gets it back at an alley-oop jam. Put the Sixers up 81-70 to in the fourth quarter. The Sixers went into the frame with a lead of 94-82. to The Magic started to tighten things up. Ben Simmons looking for opportunities to dent the scoreboard. Ben Simmons going left to right. Awundo is back. Here's Ben. Left-hand drive. Good. Ben Simmons with an outstanding drive, taking it right at Awundo. Ben Simmons, though, down the stretch found things a little bit more difficult. The Magic really closed in on him defensively, especially Aaron Gordon. So another all-star. It was his turn to step up. Another step-back shot by Butler from the wing. It's up and good again. Jimmy Butler. That's why they call him Jimmy Buckets. Sixers 105, Orlando 102. And the possession before that, Jimmy knocked down a jumper to make it a four-point lead. So right there, he gets the margin back up to three. He was involved in stripping the ball from Nick Vucevic, defending the all-star Vucevic on the block. The Sixers got a stop, and then that set up this. Butler to the left side, Scott. He fires three, is in the air. Oh, Mike Scott puts it in, and the Sixers lead by six. Sixers would go on to win it by 8, 114-106. That's Scott three-pointer making it 108-102. But Jimmy Butler during that stretch of the game was fantastic. And one of the primary, if not the primary, reason why the Sixers will head on to the Windy City. Winners tonight. Final stats from the final stat sheet. Sixers shot 47% from the field, 11 of 28 on threes. Orlando, 45%, 13 of 32 from outside the arc. Sixers outscored the Magic by 10 from the free throw line. They out-rebounded Orlando by 6. 28 assists for the 76ers, just 11 turnovers, 12 turnovers committed by the Magic. Sixers were led by J.J. Redick with 26 points, had 19 in the first half, 6 of 9 for J.J. from outside the arc, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals and a block from Tobias Harris. He finished plus 15 in the plus-minus ratings. Ben Simmons, 16 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. He almost became the third player in franchise history to have triple doubles in three consecutive games but perhaps that will happen at a later date in ben's career jimmy butler the man in the fourth quarter 14 points overall two rebounds four assists three steals two of which came in the final three minutes mike scott with 11 three of eight from outside the arc for him to go with five rebounds six apiece for john simmons and tj mcconnell and justin Patton, the rookie in his second nba game ever with four rebounds and three assists good stuff from Justin Patton. 76ers with the win now 41 and 23. Orlando is 30 and 36. The 76ers will play Chicago tomorrow. Chicago losing on the road at Indy tonight. Indy is a spot ahead of the 76ers for third in the standings. Chicago lost that game by the score of 105 to 96. So the Sixers match up with the Bulls for just the second time this season. First time since game number two of the year. And my, how a lot has changed in that period of time. 8 o'clock Eastern tip from United Center tomorrow on the air with pregame coverage from there at 7.50. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. That would be Brian McLaughlin, Tyler Zuli back in the studio. 
the man, Marty Dickerson, here. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. And final time, the final score. It was the 76ers, 114, the Orlando Magic, 106. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night. Devon Givens in the post up next on the flagship of the Sixers, the Fanatic. Talk to you next time here on the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long.